Howdy y'all, this is your kind of benevolent DM here. So, I just want to say a few words before we finally start the second and final half of the Wolf's Calling, also, as I usually refer to as AWC. Um, thank you everyone so much for listening. I am really excited. Um, when we kind of first started this, I, <laughs> I wasn't really expecting um, to actually go through and actually like finish the uh campaign and actually have it listed as a podcast so thank you everyone for your support if uh you really like what you listen to please go ahead spread the word get more people to listen to this it's on spotify apple music i'm gonna see what i can do to kind of spread it out and put it on more podcast stations so but uh again thank you guys everyone so much thank you so much Uh, i really want to thank all of you listeners i want to thank my fellow friends who are the players um i also want to uh thank my family for you know also supporting me and my friends by listening to this campaign even when that work um but yeah so this is the final episode for a wolf's calling however that doesn't mean that this will be the end of thread 19's story in fact their story is only beginning and with that Q intro with previously on a wolf's calling. Alright, I want to try and have like a moment of like clarity. I thought I'm going to the back of the barn, but okay. No, we're going to the front of the barn where the door is, not where the cellar is. This is going to be so much fun. Alwyn, your secret has been revealed to the rest of the party. This actually might be a good thing. Claiming its first kill of the night. Alwyn, in his wolf form, a.k.a. Wolfwind, takes a look at each of you. He briskly jumps onto the remains of the second floor before jumping off over the um, the wall, you know, like the side of the barn and into the woods. And he disappears, I guess, to remind you guys, you guys are all pretty, pretty beaten up. Except Bozone. He's like damn near full health. I also assume you guys kind of just start collecting your belongings and whatnot. Can I search around? Sure. You take a look around and you notice that besides everything being super soggy from the out of nowhere rush of water that had come down from out of seemingly nowhere has nothing to do with ozone <coughs> or at all. You notice that the barn is basically destroyed. I have to ask. Is there any remains of the balls that Stu, Sean, sorry, Stu, Sean threw? Or all three of them are destroyed? Uh, they are all destroyed. Yeah, they like they like shattered on contact with the ground. That they did. Mm-hmm. Oh. Can we find the pieces? Uh, you guys can take a look around. Yeah, sure. Why not? Um, go ahead and make an investigation roll. Oh, nat 20. Well, hot damn. Oh, well, I'm wow. As yep. you guys are searching around. Uh, you, most of you don't have any luck, although Ocean Storm is able to find at least one metal band with a yellow crystal in it. Yellow gem, I guess. Yep. Yep. All right. Anyway. Uh, if, uh, we can, if we can find more pieces, I should be able to put everything back together using mending. It's not, it's not broken, right? Yes, it is. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Side question. 
Could I? So if I were to say break someone's arm and interrogate them, could I like uh, mend it back together and then continuously um, break and then remend as a form this of is torture? True. This the is true, answer Mulder, is no because die. you cannot. You are not physically touching the bone. You do have to actually know what it is you're trying to fix. Sure. No, 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 what no, if I break? Bone. What if I? What if I break their arm so bad that the bone sticks out? Ah. <laughs> No, the Whoa. better thing is he takes oh. a knife, surgically and painfully opens the area of the broken bone, okay, rips I'm, the I'm, muscle open. <laughs> I'm going to be sick. Okay, sorry. I'm going to be sick. I'm going to deafen myself. Sorry. The answer is still no. I'm the sensors mm. hides with it from bones. Okay, fine. And other crime scene investigation so, yeah. shows. And, and with magic items, if you repair them, they lose their magic properties. So yeah. if you have a magic key that snapped in half and you repair it, it just becomes a normal key. I guess we keep it for now. It's not good to waste time doing this. Yeah. So I guess so I guess Ocean just pocket the thing and we can deal with it later. Uh, I guess I guess everyone tried to I guess we take out the body of John? Why won't you do the body? You know what? Let's root let's mm, loot it. Yeah. Can we uh, I would like to uh pickpocket the body. The Doug will uh, decide not to loot. The Doug is majestic. Just this once. (laughs) (laughs) Better better change your name to the majestic Doug. (laughs) Um, You guys attempt to search his body, but there's nothing in his pockets. I will take the cloak. Can we we take the cloak at least? Uh, No, because it's a magical cloak. Anyway, you guys are clearly distressed. <laughs> mm-hmm. yep, and you guys definitely. are also way too tired to probably be doing any of that shit anyway. So you guys start heading down. I guess towards... we drag the body with us. Like, like this is going to be our trophy. If you're going to drag your body, I'm going to make you roll strength. Why don't you just leave it? It's oh, not like it's going existence. anywhere. I guess Doug will be dragging Agatha to, to, bar- to back no, to the house. No, she's still alive. She has she's... like 2 HP. So now we're holding hands. Okay, so Doug and Agatha are holding hands as they make their way to the barn or the far- John's farmhouse, and begrudgingly, Ocean Storm leaves the body behind, despite wanting to bring it with him and into a house where, you know, Belle would probably be very upset and probably try to murder you guys, seeing as Sean's the one who's causing all the problems, even though he's dead. Ozone follows with everyone else. As you guys get close to the farmhouse, you guys hear a ghostly wail. Somebody, help, please. Agatha uh, looks to Doug, and her eyes widening a bit before uh, she turns to run to the house. But Doug chases after her, and after the voice. Mostly after her. <laughs> yeah. Mm, tailing her behind. Great. Uh, I guess everyone running to the house. Um, I'm going to decide what? not to go into the house. I want to kind of sneak along the side of the house. Okay, sure. Um, so to the side of the house where the side door is, into the kitchen? Uh, n- no, I don't want to be in the house at all. Okay, so you want to go to like, the other side of the house? Yes. Sure, okay. So you kind of like sneak snuck a little bit um, while the other three run into the house. Agatha, Doug, and Ocean Storm, when you guys run to the house, you notice that the door has been busted down and the windows are broken. In the um, living room, 
towards like the back end, you see a gentleman and a, uh, you know, a bit of on the tall side. He appears to be wearing a cloak and he also has a mask covering his face. It's hard to make out the details, but you can kind of notice or kind of distinguish um, that it looks kind of like an open book. Although I guess the cover would be facing you rather than the pages on the inside of the book. In his left hand, he's holding a gyroscope. And in the center of this gyroscope is a blue gem. Well, good evening. Or I guess I could say good morning. Glad you three could make it. Oh, thank you. Agatha growls a bit. I guess Ocean looks at him. Who are you? Who am I? Why, very rude of you to ask who I am when you're the uh, residents of this house. Shouldn't you be introducing yourselves to me first? You are trespassing. We were invited. Were you, though? You see, from... The reports I received, you happened to stumble upon this place by chance and then um, made friends with um, the little ghosty here. He tosses up the gyroscope and just a a little gently, so it just goes up a couple inches from his hand before landing back down, nice and soft. And he has a nice firm grip on on the uh, gyroscope as well. So, as I uh, was asking... Who might you be? I am known throughout these lands as the Doug Trademark. Why our name? Because it's only polite. Ocean? Okay, Ocean. Thank you. How about you, lizard? Folk? What's your name? She lets out a loud growl. I'm not about to tell you. Oh, what's the matter? Bird's got your tongue? Are you, perhaps, well-trained? Obedience, even? I guess Ocean Storm will try to, like, put a hand against her chest, knowing she has a, knowing she can be a bit ticked off by that. I'm going to be the person who's going to beat your ass. That's who I am. Oh? <laughs> Ooh, that I would like to see. However, uh, if you take a look to your left, he gestures for you guys to take a look to your left. Don't worry, I won't hurt you. Mm. The dog is doubtful. I guess Ocean will have will just have an eye, will have like an eye turned to wherever he's jesting, but okay. Uh, real quick, Ozone. So you're like on the outside of the house, right? Yes. Okay. Are you just like chilling there? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, you need more like, shrooms. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. No, I'm kind Yo, of. I have like, all the Trying not to. I'm trying not to be noticed. Like okay. I, I like. So I'm going into this. Like I have a feeling that something's going down in the house, and being the only one with like pretty much full health and any slight healing ability. You know, trying to want to like stay away from any violence, and then when things 
settle down, can like, you know, do my thing. Okay. So you're like on the left side of the house, right? Not not where the open door is, or are you close to the like where the side door is? Uh maybe like somewhere in the middle. Like I wanna be where I can kind of hear what's going on, but I'll probably need to be cued in like more details later. So like like maybe you're situated at like a far corner? Yeah. Okay. So in that case, while you're doing that, you happen to hear a few noises coming from the kitchen, and so do the rest of you. And it's just very faint, but it um, it's as though someone's in the kitchen. The kitchen is to our right? Uh, the kitchen for you guys, since you're looking in, yes, it would be on your right. Okay. So Ocean Storm, since you did look to your left, um, although it's very dark and you can't quite make anything out too much, um, you are pretty sure you saw something move in the living room at the far end of the living room. But you can't quite tell for sure. And the gentleman continues. Well, I mean, I guess I could introduce myself and the others, so long as um your lizard friend here tells me her name. I could also just have one of my associates kill one of the residents here instead. People live here? Doug panics. Well, I wouldn't say he lives here, but, you know, we caught him earlier. He was going through the the premise, going through a few secret stashes of alcohol. Figured we um, keep him busy for a while. Agatha's eyes widen a little bit. Agatha. Agatha? Ooh. An albino lizard folk by the name of Agatha. Interesting. You know, you do look familiar. Well, that was a long time ago. I might just be a coincidence. After all, albinos aren't too unheard of. Although, I, uh... (laughs) I guess I could tell you my name and uh, my other associates as well. You can call me Teach. Hi, Teach. Why, hello, Doug. From your left, you guys hear a voice. (laughs) Come on, Teach. Let me kill him, please. Oh, it looks like it'd be so fun. (sighs) No, Looker, you can't. Just kill anyone you see. <sighs> anyway, so you know one of my associates' names. May I tell you the other? The dog gets the impression that we don't have a choice. But sure. Her name is Kitten. And when he finishes saying her name, you hear someone scream from the kitchen. You hear a commotion coming from the kitchen as well, as though someone has been stabbed. We know this voice of who is stabbed? The voice sounds very familiar. The Doug rushes over. The Doug, when you rush into the kitchen, you see another figure in a, you know, that dark cloak. You assume to be, you, I'm sure you guys all assume this to be dark green cloaks, but um, their mask <laughs> looks like a cat. And she's holding Alwyn's sword stick. And um, she finishes pulling out from um, this body in front of her. And the body stands back a little bit. 
and then just crumples to the ground. She remains silent. The bug, the, the bug, <laughs> the bug, the dog, the dog pulls out his gray club. <laughs> <laughs> the person by the name of Kitten stares at you and maintains their stance, but they remain um, silent. Impressive. Meanwhile, back in the living room, Teach continues. Well, that was uh, some quick response from a half-orc. That was uh, quite interesting. So, um, well, now that we all know each other, I just uh, would like to see if I can ask you guys one question. What? Well, we got what we came here for, and... I would just simply like to ask you if you would let us leave in peace. Answer this. Where's Belle? Who? The ghost. The ghost? I'm afraid you just missed her. Ocean eyes at the spherical device in his hand. Yes. If you like, I can perhaps find a way to coax her out and you guys can have a word with her. Fight? A fight? No, 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 no. It would be a massacre. You bastard. What did I do? What haven't you done? You know, there's actually quite a lot of things I haven't done. Did you want me to name anything specific? I get the growls. All right, make an intimidation roll. So it's 14. 14. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're cute. Do you think you can intimidate me? I'll tell you what. I got a question. Do you happen to like the half-orc by chance? Agatha stops growling to look at the ki- into the kitchen. The dog blushes. Well, I think that might be a yes. Kitten, Doug, she attacks you. And the dog dodge and or parry or something? So here's what we're going to do. Um, go ahead and roll for initiative. Let's see who's going to make the first strike. Who's a little bit more quicker. Oh, man, not 20. Um, oh, my goodness. Do you want to join in on this? Because you can roll. Well, I was, I, I was going to ask, like, how much of, like, how much info am I working with? Like, have I sensed um, that shit's going down and that I should probably try and do something? Um, so I'm going to say that you definitely heard the scream from the kitchen. Okay. Um, so I think, realistically, you probably already have your, your quarter staff ready to go. Um, and I didn't mention it earlier. But Stu is with you after the little fight and, the, and all that fun stuff. Mm. Stu's like back oh, okay. with you. Okay. I always forget I have Stu. I need to utilize him more. Yeah, um, Stu copyright. Oh. Nice to. Mm. Uh, I, how, how buff is Stu? Can he snap someone's neck? <laughs> no. I hope so. <laughs> He's probably about as buff as the fire ferret in, in the second Avatar series. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so do you want to go in and fight in this scuffle yeah uh i will i will i will fight okay roll for um uh, initiative then okay Uh, 
Doug, you actually get to fight first. Whoa. Oh my god. Oh. Uh, got my great club out. Okay, so I'm gonna well, I guess I'm gonna try to smack kitten. Okay. Um so if you're gonna attack her, I'm gonna give you disadvantage on this roll right. because there is a body in front of you. And she does not have any obstacles in her way. Oh, the body's in front of me? Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Wait, I thought it was dodging. Am I am I now in combat? You are in combat, so I mean you technically could dodge, but you get to go first. So it's, okay. you can take the dodge action, you can attack her. Knowing what I know, it might be safer for me to dodge. Okie dokie. Just to let you know, you are at exhaust level one because your rage has ended and you have used frenzy. Right. So you do have disadvantage on all ability checks. Oh no, dang it. Oh heck. At least okay. your speed's not halved. Yeah, that's good. To be expected. Uh <laughs> so two whoops. Oh my god. So are you gonna attack oh I, I I'm dodging. Oh, you just dodge. You you just right. choose to dodge. <laughs> there, there's no rolling for it. Wait, then what about the dexterity saving throw? If you're told to make dexterity throws, um, you have advantage making the dexterity throw, saving throw. So, like, if ah. someone casts a spell against you and you have to make a dex save, then you have advantage on it because you're dodging. Ah, okay. Yeah. Might be, might be. But attacks against you have disadvantage. Um, so since you're dodging, she's going to go ahead and attack you. So you are actually able to dodge her attack uh, as she just kind of pivots towards you with Alwyn's Blade. And um, after dodging that first attack, you see her lift her head just a little bit. And then, Ozone, you hear something behind you. But it is your move. Is it a puppy? (laughs) I'm just letting you know. There's something behind you. There is something behind me. Okay. Um, will it take an action for me to quickly glance over my shoulder? Or... No, you could just turn around and look over. Mm, okay, I, I will do that. When you turn around, you see a person uh, in a dark cloak with a mask in the shape of a cat. Like a cat's face. Okay. Um... I, mass person, I don't like you. Uh, I would like to cast Thunder Wave at him. Ooh, a Thunder Wave. So, this is going to be fun. No, um, this is not fun. Oh, this is totally going to be fun. It's a constitution saving throw. Okay, and it's originating from you. So, Doug. Yes. You need, you need to make a constitution saving throw. So you do not have advantage. Okay. Um, so Ichigo, I want you mm-hmm. to roll for damage. It's 2d8. 2d8 plus anything else? No, it's just 2d8. Okay, so it's a 5. So there's this loud, thunderous, audible boom that erupts from you. Um, and poor, poor Stu. Um, <gasps> oh, I left Stu outside. Oh, but he's within 15 feet of you. Um, I chucked um, <laughs> Stu before I went in. So are you still outside? No, okay, just like, All right. are you like outside still? Like in that yeah, corner? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Poor, poor Stu is terrified. 
Luckily for you, Stu had the instincts to get the hell away from you when you started to cast your thunder wave, and he was just out of range, but that loud noise still scared the poor little guy. Doug. You need to stop being a little bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Doug. Um... I know an 18 is going to be a success because I is ozone save is either 12 or 14. You're going to take two points of damage and you are not blown back. Okay. Ocean or ozone. The figure in front of you disappears as she's um, as she's blown back. The figure kitten and uh, that's like with Doug. She also takes two points of damage, but she's not blown back. She shrugs off the thunder wave as though nothing had hurt her. But just to let you guys know, she did take damage. She's just not showing it. it off. Yeah, she's just doing what she yeah. can to not show it. Uh, Doug, it's your move again. All right. Um, guess what I'll do is I'll uh, swing my great club at uh, at kitten. Go Hope ahead and swing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that is a hit. Sweet, I would hope so. <laughs> 19, huh? So go ahead and roll for damage. Uh, you swing the damage, and she, like, holds up an arm to, like, brace for impact, and you kind of get her, like, right on the forearm, but she kind of gives way just a little bit to help, like, take in that impact before um, shoving off your club thing that you just swung at her. Um she did not take full damage. She took half. So she took another two points. You see her lift her head once more and then she goes in for an attack. Doug, what is your AC? Oh, I don't have my shield on me, do I? No. Nope. Uh, six, 16. That is still going to be a hit, though. I knew it. Doug, you take five damage from Alwyn's sword. Oh my god. As she pierces so much. Ozone, as miraculous as this thing had disappeared, it appears in front of you once again. What would you like to do? Like to buy a vowel. Um <laughs> uh, let's see. I'd like to shillelagh up and whack it with my quarter staff. Alright, make an attack roll. Attack roll. It would be use your wisdom modifier, and you are proficient, yeah. so it would be plus six. So it's a 15. Okay. Um, that is not going to hit, though. As you smack your um, quarter staff, um, she raises um, um, her arm, and she blocks your attack. I guess mm-hmm. an ocean storm. Well, so at this point, 12 seconds have passed. What do you guys want to do, or what have you done in this 12 seconds? I'll let Agatha go first to what she want to do. She's going to go attack Kitty Okay. to defend Doug. As you attempt to go into the kitchen, you bounce off the open space as though there's a invisible barrier blocking you. Uh-uh, that's not for you, Teach says, as he waves a finger back and forth. She looks back to him and narrows her eyes. If you'd like... I can have someone else fight you instead. <clears throat> she looks at Ocean Storm a bit, knowing that they are both not too, doing too well as far as health. I got healed, but my health is not big as your health pool. But And mine's at like six. Yeah, 
I'm dark trained, but I'm not. I'm not like a heavy hitter like you guys. Agatha growls at Teach. Let him go. You know, I would, but you did kind of bring this upon yourselves. You wouldn't let us walk out peacefully. Okay, this is just me asking. DM, is there barriers? Throughout the entire house at this point. Uh, there's not barriers throughout the entire house. Um, it appears that he put um, this barrier was put up just to prevent you from interfering the fight with Kitten. Like either you attacked Kitten, but we had the barrier. We can attack a Looker, but then we can we can try attack Looker or we can try attack Teach. But most likely he has a barrier ready in front of him, knowing. It's magic. Either we attack or we negotiate. And and we have a dead, we may have a body in the kitchen. So, and all ties up maybe as to Ted. Because he was the one who tried to look for alcohol for Agatha earlier. Or the cocktail. So we have a injured civilian of sorts. And I don't think Belle would want us to let his let her father be injured in the middle of a fight. So, Bri, I don't think Agatha wants to be back down, right? She doesn't, but she's also taking the situation at yeah. this moment. She goes ahead and stands between Looker and Teach and Ocean Storm to kind of keep Ocean Storm behind her still trying to figure out what she's gonna do so at oh. this point while agatha and ocean storm trying to figure out what the fuck they're trying to communicate to each other doug it is your move for this attack f3 um question can i switch to my mall sure you can switch to your mall okay i shall switch to my mall and smack this uh kitten Goodness. oh my god that sounds so bad Oh, man. Doug likes to smack kittens, everyone. Keep that in mind. Go ahead and make an attack roll. Also, I think at this point, I don't think I've used all of my rages, have I? I think I've just used the one. Um, I think, yeah, I think that's right. The Doug is going to enter a second rage. And along with it, he will frenzy, which I learned um, by reading. I was imagining frenzy was a separate bonus action. So I've been doing it fine so far, but so I don't want to do my extra attack. Um, I just want to declare that this is a frenzy rage. Oh, oh, so it's like when Agatha goes into her beast thing. Kind of, yeah. So Okay, so it's just uh, like it. it's something you can choose to have when you go in rage, and then you just, you get a separate bonus action to let you do the melee. Yeah, because I was thinking that frenzy was itself a separate bonus action, so this is yeah gotcha i mean it worked out anyway everything was done correctly in a weird way right just said awkwardly okay Thank so goodness. you're this is a frenzy ragey perfect okay that's adorable frenzy ragey um so since that is actually a bonus action uh let me so do you also want to recklessly attack yeah yeah i think i will recklessly attack okay so you talk and this is totally fitting for when you enter frenzy rage you just attack recklessly. You rush oh. recklessly. So dirty twenty. Ooh. 
Okay. Oh my lord. Wow. Um, so wow. as you swing your maul in your frenzied raid, she sidesteps you with ease. <gasps> no. She then I just realized that I did with this character. I'm like, oh no, I can't make it absolutely stupid by doing that, because that's not how that works. <laughs> but technically <laughs> okay. there's that. And it's like, well, no, because that's how that works. I'm like, oh shit. Fuck it. I actually like this concept. So here's what we're going to do. She, um, after sidestepping you, she drops all one sword. Ozone, you see Kitten drop her sword. You see her pull out a sword. I don't want to say a scimitar because I always say scimitar, but it's a nice looking sword. A saber? Um, not quite a saber. It's pretty close. It's 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 a little like a dagger, but it's not quite a dagger. Um, but it is going to have finesse properties. Anyway, she pulls out something that looks a little bit longer than a dagger, and she swipes at you twice. <laughs> Does that mean she'll have uh, slashing damage? This one, yes, but also she's going to have advantage on both of these attacks. Well, I do have resistance, so it's a good thing I did that in time. Oh, yeah. So, Doug, including your resistance, um, she slashes against your chest with her first attack. You're going to take five damage from her first attack. Yowch. And this is with your resistances included. Oh, my God. And She's crazy. After, without a moment's hesitation with her first attack, she stabs you in your gut with her second attack. With your resistances, oh. you take 10 points of damage. Oh my god. Can I do my relentless endurance? So uh, I don't. Yes, because you haven't done it yet. Right. Hell yeah. You have, you have a new battle wound. Seeing as you haven't fallen down to the ground, Doug. You see Kitten inhale sharply and very quickly. And she slashes at you one more time with her free yeah. hand. With the free wow. hand. So that is a hit. Yeah. Doug, with your resistances, you take three points of damage. Oh my god, she's so strong. Oh no. This is terrible. Ozone. Yep. You see Kitten pull out two slightly longer than average daggers. Okay. And she swings at you with one of them. Okay. Uh, can I dodge out of the way? No, but you can tell me what your AC is. My AC is my AC. Um, <laughs> da, 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 da. Oh, is it? 10? Hey, so that'd be ten. Oh, yeah, that's the which. That, that which I always forget. I have actually. Wait, am I wearing my light armor or am I not? I can't. I don't um, know if that's been established. From what I remember. I think you forgot to put up your pants. Ooh. <laughs> oh, Sorry, oh so so are you saying that I? So are you saying I cast a thunder wave with my dick out? <laughs> Thundercock. Um, oh wow, well, I did say like you guys gather everything, so I assume oh, you yeah. have your leather armor on. Okay, I mean, I guess he, he was using an electric rod after all. 
No. <laughs> lightning rod. No, Doug. No. <laughs> he just couldn't handle right. the current situation and had to expel excess energy. <laughs> anyway, so uh, I get attacked. Uh, yeah, that is going to be a hit. Okay. You're going to be hit for seven damage. Also, Doug, you're unconscious, aren't you? I guess just now. Yeah, like just now you fell unconscious. Right. Because you, you went oh. relentless endurance. And then she hit you one more time after that. Yeah, so I was hoping that uh, that would be at the end of her attacks, but it seems like she snuck one in there past me. Dang. She snuck one past you, right? Oh, man. What a hoe. Um, anyway, Ozone, it's going to be your move now. All right, I'm going to try and attack with my quarterstaff. Okay, make that attack roll. Anyway. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, Agatha, you see, Alwyn, uh, sorry, you see Doug get Slash, and he falls to the ground. She growls while grabbing out her great axe, and then roars at him. Teach. I'll teach and uh, look her. And it goes to attack Looker. Okay, make an attack roll. In fact, make an initiative roll. Um, Ocean Storm, Agatha. Damn it. Okay. Uh. Um, as you go after Looker, Looker responds. And although you can't quite see, it appears he has, well, you can sense he has a huge smile, creepy grin on his face. And your AC is 12. Okay. As you get close to um, Looker coming in, and then, you know, he charges at you as well, you notice that he... So, his mask, right? Um, now that you're actually close enough to see it, you can see that this mask is kind of like this weird, horrific blend between the tragedy and comedy symbols for theater. And when you notice this feature, he kind of gets like in a, a little bit of a crouching position and he springs forward but he's not carrying any weapons instead punch, he just throws a punch and just gets you right in the gut and then you feel another one agatha you are going to take five points of damage jesus i got one looker laughs maniacally <laughs> this is so fun i get to let loose <laughs> Oh, come on, lizard. Let's go. Agatha, it is your move. Oh, wait, no, no. Ocean Storm, sorry. Ocean Storm, it is your move. What do you want to do? Oh, great. Just greaty, great, great. I guess I'll use an eye for detail to gauge the strength of Looker and I guess Teach if they're in my eyesight. So okay, like... so you're thinking of insightful fighting. Yeah, they're two entirely different things. So eye for detail is bonus action to look for a hidden creature object or to check an, uh, or un to uncover or decipher clues. Insult insightful fighting is the one you would use against opponents to learn about their tactics or to counter them. Mm. Okay, so I'll do that. So it is only one target. So you have to pick between Teach and Looker. Or Agatha, if you really wanted to. Well, that's nice of you. No, I'll go on Looker, because trying to assist uh, Agatha. Okay, so you have to contest the target's deception. So, okay. Uh, um, and it specifically says your... My insight, insight check. 
Yep. 12. That is just barely not good enough. Um, so one off. Dang. So that's your bonus action. What would you like to do for your action? I want to attack, but I want to at the same time want to help Agatha, like with her attack. I guess I'll attack. I guess I'll attack Looker with my rapier. Okay. Um, since he's focused on Agatha, I will give you sneak attack if you can mm. hit him. All right. Let's see. No. He'll notice you now. Notice me, um, Senpai. Yeah. So he sees you coming, you know, and he just bats away your rapier and he looks at you. You have a feeling that he's not happy looking at you as though you interrupted a fight. It's now going to be Kitten's move. So this is 18. What about my move? Well, I also got to do Kitten in Ozone. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry, Agatha. I should finish your move before I go to them. Look, I I thought I could handle it. It's fine. What's your move? (laughs) She's going to go into uh, Path of the Beast Rage and go with Claws. And she's going to try to impale Looker. Okay. Uh, Go ahead and make an attack roll. Ooh, nice. I guess it would be Slash, actually, not impale. Well, same concept, right? Uh, Claws, (laughs) it is... I'm sorry, Agatha. Your claws are just not sharp enough. But as you swipe at him, uh, your claws start to dig into um, his uh, armor. And he backs up just slow, just just enough so you're no longer touching him. So in other words, you got really close to hitting him. Now, for Kitten's oh. turn. Kitten, she steps over Doug's unconscious body. And rather than, like, you know, stepping on, like, you know, a beaten down enemy and to like try and even do more damage to them. Instead, she just kind of like walks over you as though you were a doormat. You had meant nothing to her. And she passes through the barrier and she stands next to Teach. Well, that was 18 seconds. You need to be doing better. She holds up her hand and um, holds up two fingers. Well, even against two opponents, a searcher like yourself should be able to take him out in at least nine seconds. She gives a sigh, and that's the first time you've probably ever heard her say remotely anything audible. Ozone, kitten that you see, appears to sigh before swinging at you twice with them daggers. So they both hit. One almost didn't hit. And then you are going to take 15 points of damage. Oh, damn. Okay. 15 points of damage. As she slashes you. It will then be your right. turn. Right. I will try and attack again, I suspect. Okie dokie. You took 15, and then what? You took 7 after that? So you have 8-ish? Yeah, I have 8. Nice. Yeah, I have uh, 8 HP. Okay. Um, are you gonna smack her with your shillelagh? Yeah, because that's the only thing I can do. Okay, go yeah. ahead and give it her smack. Smack, her up. smack that kitty. Give her smack. Uh, 16 smack. plus, it should be 6, it's 22, so, um, 22, um, you bring down your quarter staff and 
it phases right through her. But it doesn't, like, phase through her. It's as though you've definitely felt as though you made contact and it feels as though you've broken some sort of, like, magic spell. But it doesn't quite feel like it's magic. Otherwise, you'd be able to tell you're a druid. Um, mm. And Kitten's form seems to vanish in front of you in a, like, gray smoke. Guys, we're dealing with a Death Eater. Why a Death Eater? From Harry Potter? Mm-hmm. Who's Harry Potter? From Harry Plorpless? <laughs> yeah. Harry Plumpus? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, Ichigo, or, yeah, so Ozone, that was your attack. Uh, is there anything you'd yep. like to do? Uh, no, I think that'll be it. Okay. So, in that case, uh, it's going to be... It's going to be Licker's move. Licker, standing in front of Ozone, grabs him by the neck and lifts him up. And he's going to attempt to attack you. But I want to see if this works. Ocean Storm. What is your AC? 14. Okay. The first one's a hit. And for the second attack, that is also going to hit. All right. How much damage am I taking, sir? He balls his, uh, his fist with his free hand. And he just one, two gut punches you as hard as he can you take 10 damage well i'm not out but i'm very low health that's all i can say what's your hp at three oh damn so um yeah it's going to be your move ocean storm okay taking into a situation me was three hp we are trying to attack how's ozone ozone is outside I think we mean HP. Oh, uh, according to this, he's at 8 HP. He's almost out. If I don't see him, this is not looking well. And we and we know Doug's on the floor, right? Oh, yeah, that reminds me. Doug, make a um, death save roll. I was just about to raise my hand on the little reaction. Uh, <laughs> All right, that's one for your death saves. Heck. Oh, man, he's too away from dying. Oh my god, I'm so scared. Hey, at least you're not, like, one away from dying. I'm getting there. I guess I look to... I guess I'll try to negotiate to teach. Looking at him, it says, Can we stop? I don't know. I mean, I'm not doing anything. Kitten apparently finished. This is between you and Looker now. Oh, we should look at Looker. You like fight. What gave it away? You glare me for helping Agatha. I glare at you because I hate your kind. Duh. Oh, so you should just roll his eyes at it like, whatever. Still, you like fight. We can't fight hard now. And that doesn't matter to me. I just want to fight. I wish I was not more disengaged with a fight with Looker. Okay. You yeah. still have any good berries? I I still have some. I still have my berries. I wish I was more just disengage and and give a look at Agatha. Just like a, a short nod. And, and, her, and runs towards Doug. 
So since you'd be healing him with the good fairy, that would cost an action, but you can definitely at least get two, Doug. No problem. Okay. All right. Um, so in that case, it's going to be... So Agatha, it's your move. To buy... Uh, Ocean Storm time. She goes to gut punch with her claws. All right. Make an attack roll. And by the way, she's still in rage mode. Um, that is going to hit. So with your claws, that's going to be 1d6 slashing. 1d6. And then you are going to add your plus 2. I mean, you might as well add plus 4 at this point so you can get the rage in there. Ooh, nice. You give him a solid guts punch with your, uh, your claws. Although, despite how deep you try to get your claws into them, they don't go too far in. But you definitely get some good damage in there. Um, nice. Kitten notices Ocean Storm, and she moves to intercept. She grabs Alwyn's blade, and she has it pointed at the throat of the Doug trademark. And she stands there motionless. Ozone, it is going to be your move now. Is there anything you'd like to do? Can I rush over to Doug and start administering first aid? Uh <laughs> Doug's technically taken hostage by the kitty lady. I mean, uh, you can try. Like, you can technically get over to Doug. Okay. Uh, wherever, where is everyone else at? How is everyone else looking? As uh, far everyone's as... looking pretty bad. Um, uh, Agatha's okay. got like one HP. Ocean Storm's got three. Doug is out. Owen's okay. wolf mode. Who knows where he at? Yeah. Uh, all right. Can I make my way to Agatha? I guess. Uh, yeah, you can make your way to Agatha. So do you want to go through the kitchen or do you want to go through the front? Uh, I'll go through the front. Okay. So you make your way through the front and you notice, you know, all of the commotion. You see um, Teach, you know, back there holding the gyroscope still, just kind of standing back from everything with everything. Um, okay. And you kind of notice what the situation is. All right, so yeah, if I can make my way to Agatha, I would like to do so. Sure. And I would like to start doing the bandaging. I, I would like to do a medical roll. Okay. Um, just want to let you know the medicine roll isn't really going to do much. It's mostly just to like stabilize someone. It doesn't actually heal anyone. Oh, well, what the fuck is it good for? <laughs> it keeps people um, from dying. I know. Yeah, like it, it sucks. I don't like medicine. Or the civilian that's that's on that's on the floor. Mm. Oh, you know, you could totally do that. I can do what now? You could totally go to the civilian on the floor and keep him from possibly dying. All right, yeah, I'll do that. Okay, so since he's in the kitchen, you're gonna have to get through kitten. Okay. Um, I run towards her and then like I'm sliding into like first base. I like slide between her legs. Just a slide over smooth. I, I'm okay with this. I love this. This is going to be great. Oh, no. So I'm just oh, going to no. let you do this because I love how okay. this is going to work out. So oh, okay. Ocean Storm. What? I'm sorry. You don't get to witness this. What? Actually, no, you do get to witness this. Never mind. Ozone, here's what happens. You notice Kitten standing over Doug with the sword. Oh, perfect. The Doug gets to also hear what happens. 
and the dog trademark. You <laughs> rush. You rush straight for kitten, and thanks to your water genasi, you will yourself. You will yourself to um, basically turn yourself um, kind of like in that wild shape form. Mm-hmm. But rather than actually using wild shape, you're just kind of like invoking your deep magic to mm. make yourself able to go between the standing legs of kitten with no okay. penny shot um, and also dodge the sword that um, she has at um, against Doug's neck. You're only able to do this besides one, I said so, and two, because she does not perceive you as a threat. Uh, and she takes no notice of what you try to do. Um, but you clear the way. You are able to, like, reform yourself back together, and you get to the civilian. When okay, cool. Take a look at the civilian. You see Ted. Hi, Ted. Ted <laughs> doesn't respond. I wait until he responds. I'm not going to heal anybody. That's rude. No. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I try. Consent. I yeah so oh yeah that's luck. right I can't I can't touch him without consent. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I, I try and bandage him up. Okay. Um, do you have a med kit on you? I have a uh, herbalism kit. Doug, I have some dandelions and these some kick-ass mushrooms. <laughs> Will this heal you? I know. Oh. So you have okay. You so have since you have an herbalism kit, I, I I will actually give it to you because you know a few days ago you did go out and through the woods. So we're gonna say yeah. it's all filled up. I'll, I'll give this. One okay. Um, okay. So you're gonna bandage them up. It is gonna take some time though. Doug, make a death saving throw. All right. Wish Dang. me luck. Oh my oh, god! god I got eight. <laughs> that's even worse. Oh my god. Um, oh. That's a second score in. Just as a reminder, I have to hit 10 or higher, is is that right? Yeah. Okay. It's time for Looker's move. Looker takes a look at you, Agatha, and he brings back his fist, and he swings at you. He lands his face, and he smashes, he punches you in your nose, basically giving you a hard boop. (laughs) A boop she does not appreciate. A boop she does not appreciate, and you take five damage. I am now unconscious. You are now knocked the fuck out. He then turns to um, Ocean Storm, who is trying to get to the Doug, and he charges. But by now, Ocean just sees this. Yeah, and you see Looker coming at you with another fist. You know... I would normally just do something funny, but instead I'm going to do something serious. As he attempts to, as he brings down his fist to deliver a devastating blow, Teach holds out his hand and stops Looker. You know, he can, he gets it between you and Looker uh, with his hand outstretched, stopping Looker. You know, Looker, that might be enough. After all, they have, let's see, a water genasi who appears to be medically knowledgeable. And then we have a Kenku who, um, well, he also appears to be quite knowledgeable. They don't really appear to be fighters, though. 
So it would really look bad on you. Looker obviously looks irritated. Ocean Storm, it's your move. What would you like to do? Ocean? We'll look at Teach and say, thank you. Stop. Looker, can we all stop? If we get to leave peacefully, then sure. Besides, we have one more prey to go after tonight. And, um, well, I don't think we have too much time left. Mochi nods his head. Okay. Leave us alone. You can go. But, putting one finger up and gesture as to Kitten. Return the sword you found here. Kitten doesn't do anything. Teacher looks towards Kitten and nods his head oh so slightly. And at that moment, Kitten drops the sword and she walks over to to teach. Well, I uh, guess we shall be leaving then. He bows his head in a very polite manner and he starts to leave and the other two follow. They take their leave and what do you do now? Okay. Ocean goes goes into the kitchen to to see to see quick question. Um, what's the dam- damage. What? I was going to say a quick question. At this point since the fight is disengaged, is Doug okay? Um yeah, Doug will be okay. I mean, define okay. He still needs medical attention. Yeah, he I, he still needs <laughs> medical attention. I mean, you guys are okay. Ocean will shove maybe. a berry into his dang gob. Just <laughs> shove it down t- deep into his throat the way he likes it. Delicious. <laughs> um, Ew. No, now imagine him licking Ocean's finger, feather fingers for no reason. <laughs> and now they're sucking. God. Okay. So anyway. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so you guys can bandage each other up, and Ted isn't looking too good, but Ozone is able to finish <clears throat> bandaging him up. Doug is okay. He's kind of, at least he's not in death doorway now. And Ocean goes to Ozone. You fine with Ted? Yes. Ted survive? I think he'll make an okay recovery. Ocean Storm passed Ozone's shoulder. Gets look at the looks at uh, Ted one last time before going to the living room to Agatha and getting the other berry and 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 learning his lesson and not getting this and using his other non spit hand fingers, feather fingers, and get it into her mouth. So at this point, um, you guys kind of recuperate a little bit and you help. <coughs> Uh, get Ted to the couch and then you guys um, licking your wounds you decide to turn in for the night or should I be more direct and say you guys are so fucking exhausted you end up passing out after uh, yeah that, that sounds about ac- that sounds accurate <laughs> yeah, don't worry we're all going to be passed out anyway I guess get everyone situated in the living room again yeah you guys pass out the sun rises and after um, having been full and risen, Owen wakes up 
in the middle of a forest. A forest he's starting to get quite familiar with. When he takes a look down, he notices that he's covered in blood and wounds. <clears throat> he faintly remembers very small traces of what happened the previous day. How mm -hmm. he went into meditation after being in the dark. The weird forest he found deep in his subconscious. The wolves that he confronted within his mind. He also remembers being transformed. He faintly, briskly remembers Agatha's face and the feeling of trying to get her off of him so that way he may attack someone or something. The last thing he remembers is hurting someone, but he doesn't remember who. And he looks down and he sees that he's caked in blood. May I proceed? Yes. Yes, you can. I wanted to make sure you were done before I did anything. No, you're good. Courteous. Well, since all of his other memories are failing him at this point, and since his mind is still being racked with the pain of having transformed back, his, his exhausted mind really can only arrive at one conclusion, and this conclusion absolutely makes Alwyn's heart just sink. Sean must have gotten his wish. He must have killed everyone in a frenzy. And now he thinks that his friends are all gone. And he's to blame. So, unable to bring himself to do anything else, he manages to crawl his uh, crawl his way under like a little shady nook under underneath uh, like a hollowed out, a hollowed out tree stump and he just sits as he quietly cries to himself trying to figure out what the hell he's going to do now oh poor Owen. so the four of you wake up and you notice ted is still asleep or at least he appears to be he isn't moving much check his pulse yugi oh my god oh no Who, who's wake up first i don't know no ozone Agatha. and ocean guess. whatever oh. i don't know Who, whoever whoever wanted to do it Did everybody <laughs> i gotta <laughs> we'll wake up and she'll look over to ted and check his pulse okay uh, no. Make a medicine check. I imagine everyone just wakes uh, up. Like, how do I do that? And everyone shoves you his finger into his your throat. You roll your d20, and your medicine is zero. So it's just straight up. Um, who has I good medicine? Putting another That would thing. be me. <laughs> I'm doing something for medicine. God it's damn a it. four. I, Agatha, I have you have no idea what you're doing. You put your claw on his chest, and you try to see if you can hear a heart, like feel a heartbeat, but you have no idea what you're doing. Do you all roll them? Oh I'm just thinking that one scene in The Little Mermaid. <laughs> okay. Who, who else want to roll for medicine? Like I, I am like proficient. Or not proficient, but I have like a six in medicine. Plus, okay. or plus six. I mean, you might so, as well, do you want to check for his pulse? Yeah, I'll check for his pulse. Uh, all right. I uh, uh, guess I'll do two. So. Wow. The two of you go over and you check various parts of his body. 
And the reason why you do this is because after checking his pulse the first time, you feel it very faint. Panicked, um, Ocean Storm goes to check another part while Ocean Storm checks as well. And after checking several spots, his pulse is the same. Very slow and very faint. Can I check his pulse in his themeral artery? <laughs> I, I, I want to say yes, but I want. I also want to say no. Well, like, why? Have, like, do you really 18. need a third opinion? No, I just really want to uh, poke around towards his crotchal region. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> I think I already established you checked various spots, and that that might probably okay. also include that. I'm surprised getting poked and then getting. I guess Ocean tried to shake Ted, or calls him Ted. Ted. Ted slowly opens his eyes, and he tries to look at the three of you. He gives a weak smile. <coughs> hey, <coughs> I. They took Bell. I failed her again. Ocean shook shook his head. No, you tried. You fail if you didn't. Wise words, bird. Ocean storm. Agatha. Yes, Ted? I I don't have long. I, I would like to ask you for a favor. She kneels down and kind of beside him look at him closer. I'm listening. There are <coughs> there's only two things I ask. Well, three. Actually, the first, please, save Belle. Help, have your friends help you. The second, there is one more ceremonial wine. Please pour that for me. The third, there is a lizard folk by the name of Quilla. Find her. And kill her for me. Agatha <laughs> takes his hand and gives him a little smile. Don't worry, I'll do it for you, your wife, for Belle. I'll make sure this is it gets done. I <laughs> never expected to make friends with a lizard folk after what happened so many years ago. Well, the two years. Your friends can help you. Did you find Owen? I'm about to. I was about to go looking for him. He can help. And with that, Ted's heart finally stops, and he goes limp. And you just hear like that cliched last breath escape from his body. 
She looks at him solemnly before her, slowly covering his eyes so he can actually he can rest before she stands up to leave the house. Uh, does anyone want to go with Agatha? Or does anyone want to do something else? Well, since Ted's dead, uh, I I'll follow Agatha. Okay. The Doug is. Oh God! Does he wake up to a dead Ted? <laughs> He finally wakes up because he never said he woke up. <laughs> well, I said you all four woke up. Um, Doug, how do you respond? Oh, I was, I was awake the whole time. Oh, yeah. I was. Oh, I was imagining I was still asleep because I was so exhausted. Oh, um, I mean, okay, I'm, I'm okay with this. No, no. So Doug, Doug was okay. asleep the whole time. He wakes up, um, with Agatha and Ocean uh, and Ozone gone, with Ocean Storm deciding what to do. And he sees Ted, who is dead. He sees a dead Ted. Why does that rhyme? It's so bad. Why are we clapping? Oh, I, I, uh, I think Ted is dead. The Ted. Welcome to a Ted talk. The dog looks over to Ted and says, Finally, somebody killed that bastard. Oh, God. I don't think Doug ever ever gained um, confidence or trust in Ted, did he? Yeah, I thought he might eventually, seeing how positive reaction she and Agatha had towards Ted. So I think he softened a little bit, but he still had kind of that adversarial oh, mindset for sure. with him. For sure. Uh, the Doug looks to Ocean Storm and says, where the <laughs> hell is everybody? Yeah, what happened to Ocean Storm? Where, where did Ocean Storm go? Well... After they both, okay, at first Agatha ran off, then Ozone followed her. Ocean, Ocean about to, about to do his stuff. Then Doug just woken up. It's like, then he heard Doug saying that comment after looking at Ted. So Ocean, he's still like, he just, I guess, sit up on the floor. He's just looking at everything, I guess. Ocean could just go up to, oh, up to, Doug, and and uh, slap him back in the head. Nice. Ted is dead. Yeah, it's about time. Ocean slapped the back of him again. Rude. No mock dead. Oh, I'm not mocking. I wanted to kill him first. Now I gotta go after the bastards that took him out. Ocean wanted to slap again, but it's like, okay, maybe this is better. Like at least Doug kept have his eyes set on someone else than Ted. So Ocean just uh, gave him a rundown in a way about saying what happened. Bell, Bell was kidnapped, and Ted's last wishes, some last wishes are to save Bell and have a hit on Quilla. Quilla, hmm. That name doesn't ring any bells, but I'm sure we'll, uh, Keep that in our brain hole. Ocean just nuts. Mm -hmm. Then, Dan said, Agatha and Ozone left. Likely find Owen. Well, let's go join him. What are we doing here? Yeah, let's leave. Ocean will go and pick up the sword on the floor, or whatever had been left from Kitty. Oh, the uh, sword stick? Yeah. With, with no sheath. So yes. Ocean picks it up, looks at peculiarly, 
It's and it goes to Doug. Where's Chief? Uh, Ozone has it. He amended it uh, last night. It's like okay. Ocean just grabs the sword to carry with him and goes to Doug. Let's go. All right. Perfect. All right. Everyone make an investigation roll. Wow. Straight <laughs> 14s. That's impressive, actually. <laughs> you see I got 18. 14s? What? I mean, look, look, we have 14, 14, 14, and 5. Damn. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. So here's what happens The Doug in Ocean Storm. You guys um, kind of follow everyone else. Um, Agatha starts kind of thinking about where to go, but. Uh, you start seeing the gears turn her head. She's not quite entirely sure where to go, and it's starting to like work uh, to wear and tear on her. Um, Ozone, you point out um, like where the remains of the barn is, and kind of gesture mm. that that's probably a good place to start looking. Um, the Doug and Ocean, you guys, on the contrary, point towards uh, the direction of where Agatha tried to look for Ted's grave for his wife. And you guys have a sneaky suspicion that that area where it's more dense might be a better area to where Alwyn might have ended up. Which is weird for the Doug to have good investigation skills. (laughs) Well, you see, the Doug is a master investigator. (laughs) He's jinxed mm-hmm. himself now. I I, rem- I remember I remember this. Uh, okay. Alwyn, I want you to make a perception roll. <laughs> As you lay there crying, you hear the rustle of the wind, and you feel something urging you to get out of your hidey hole and take a look around you. All right. Well, I will care and carefully, as it's it's been a moment for at least the pain to subside and my vision to blur itself. So, I'll caution, I'll cautiously hear my head outside of the stump and take a look around me. I can sense there's beings around me. So, what what what's out there? As you take a look around. You see the super thick, dense forest on this, like, super, very pretty morning. At first, you don't really see anything, and you start to get dismayed. Um, And is dismayed the right word I'm thinking of? Discouraged. That was close. I guess dismayed was close. You you start to feel discouraged as though um, your mind is playing tricks on you once again. And then out of the corner of your eye, you swear you saw someone someone that looks familiar i'm gonna do a double take when i see that and i want to try and and focus to see if if i really did see what i think i saw okay uh make another perception roll at least it's not not one i mean this is my pattern one great roll and followed by several bad rolls at first when you take that double take you are a hundred percent sure you see absolutely nothing and you start to just kind of go back into your little fetal position under, you know, underneath the log. Then you hear a voice. Oh, so faintly echoing in your mind. And the voice says one more glance. Suppose I'll 
try and try and, fi- and follow that and that little inkling and a one more good solid slow look as you start oh, to take that slow look towards um you know some trees let's let's say they're like on your like left far left you see the back of a very uh, like a slightly tall very burly looking person and you can't see him that well but he has his back turns to you turn to you and it's as though um he's standing there for a moment and then he starts walking and he goes behind the tree well i don't really gather much from, uh, from that my instantaneous react instantaneous reaction is no i'm dangerous i need to stay here so i tuck myself back inside the trunk and sit and ponder as you ponder you hear the words owen move Hmm? your ass that kind of frightens me to the point where i actually scramble my way out of the trunk fully standing at the at this point and i decide to cautiously follow the figure as you cautiously round the corner you see very faintly ted he's standing you know a good 30 feet away and he motions you to follow him i blink in amazement but there i'm like very shaky at this point so i very slowly get up the gumption to follow him okay uh make another perception roll okay nice Ooh. you follow him for a bit but something feels a little strange about him it's not like a bad thing it's just something feels a little off about him you have a good idea what it is, but you decide to put it off for now and see where things are going to go. You follow him for a bit, and you come to a small clearing, um, and you see Ted there. He waits for you to get close, and he smiles at you, standing straight and tall. Ted, I, what, what are you doing out here? He smiles, holds out his arm, to like you know like the side as though he's gesturing for you to take a look at something and you turn your head just a little bit you know just kind of like leaning on one foot to like see what he's looking at and you see the grave of his wife uh his wife's grave and a little smaller grave next to it that's Fabel, isn't it he kind of shrugs a little bit any gestures for you to get closer? I'll take a few steps closer, because now now I'm curious. When you get closer, you take a look at the two gravestones. The slightly smaller one is indeed for Belle, and it reads, Belle, loving daughter. And that's all it says. But then you notice a small note at, like, the foot of the gravestone. Like to kneel down and try to read this letter. When you open up the letter, um, it reads as follows in 
common. You can easily read it. To Alwyn, Agatha, Ocean Storm, Doug, and Ozone. And Stu, I guess. (laughs) I'm sorry for what I've done. It wasn't right. And I know it won't make anything up. However, I am eternally grateful for what you've done for Belle. Before what happened two years ago, she's only had the one friend and he was taken from her. And because of you all, you have certainly made her feel super happy despite being a ghost. Because even though I wasn't there for her, you five were. And you five are the best friends she's ever had. And for that, I thank you all from the bottom of my heart. Even you, Doug. Yeah, well, reading reading that, I kind of pick up the note, but I I sort of look at taking confusion and like, yeah, this is this. I appreciate this, and I'll I'll keep a hold of this. But why didn't you just hand this to me? When you say this, you see another figure standing next to Ted. And when you're able to clear your thought, uh, you know, clear your eyes from all the waterworks surely pouring from you, you see a woman standing next to Ted. She's got long blonde hair, crisp green eyes, and a large, wonderful, beautiful smile. I kind of blink in astonishment because, like, like I had seen no trace of her standing there before, so I'm just kind of looking in a bit of bewilderment. As you blink, you know, to try, like, trying to figure out and piece together what's going on, um, you take a look back, and they're both gone. And the only thing that even, like, gives a hint that someone might have been there are a few rustling leaves that... Um, that have recently fallen from a tree and they finally float to the ground. It is then you realize what it was that was bugging you. Ted wasn't limping. Upon realizing that like the the gravity of what I just witnessed kind of hits me and of course I get a, I get a pang of dread first fearing for Ted's safety but then realizing he's a ghost it's already too late well after witnessing that i kind of fold the uh, fold the note back up into the envelope and i decide to try and uh i get and get my bearings and trying to find my way back to the farmhouse in that case <coughs> um make a history roll okay oh, oh not 20. Nat 20. <laughs> okay um <laughs> nice damn you start making your way to your to the house um, with like little to no trouble at all, like you just like hone in right there. You just know where it's at, and as you start making your way down after like an hour or so, you start hearing familiar voices. First, there's one, and it kind of sounds like, you know, someone's just destroying the force as they're just running around. Um, <laughs> You hear Our a second... character. <laughs> you hear a second voice. Um, and the voice sounds like they're, it's kind of broken. Like their speech is kind of broken. 
And it's also so they're trying to, like, calm down whatever, like, force is destroying the forest. Then you hear a third <laughs> voice. And you can't, you can't quite piece together the conversation. But you swear you, you hear, like, simp tones in that in those uh, sounds and then the first the fourth sound you just like or the fourth voice you just kind of hear someone just muttering to themselves um and talking to as though they have someone very close to them but also is kind of worried as well well on hearing this like my heart starts racing at hearing this and well I break out in, in, in a dead sprint toward the voices. Agatha and the rest of the gang, I want you to make a perception roll. Okay. Oh, wow. Nat 20. Damn, nat 20. Nat 20. I got how about dirty 22. Jug? Wow. Come on, Doug. The Doug's internet is being weird. Might take a second. Oh, no. Okay. Oh, no. So oh while the Doug trademark is being weird on internet, I will get another drink of juice. Good job, Doug. Hey. Only action fun didn't see. What the shit? Noise. Oh, wow. And That's a dirty Agatha, 20. Can I persuade a re-roll for mine? Because mine looks stupid. Please right, re-roll well, for Agatha. Ozone got the nat 20. Mm-hmm. Ozone, you... Get a sudden urge to look towards your right. Huh? <laughs> what? And neck creaking, neck noises. <laughs> Ouch. And you hear, you pay attention very closely, and you hear as though someone's running straight towards you. Uh, towards you. What do you do? Um. All right. So someone's running towards me. Lock him with a stick. Yeah, someone's running straight towards you. They're beating you. Like someone uh, is going to attack you with a pointed stick. Yeah, a pointed stick. Okay, um, I get into a kind a of like stick? a fighter's stance, and I prepare to defend myself, but I kind of want to wait until they get a little closer before I really do something. So Agatha is going to completely ignore this, just continue going randomly. Um, in a random direction, but Ocean Storm and the Doug, you guys notice o- uh, Ozone taking that stance, and you also hear the strange noise coming straight at you guys. What do you two do? Uh, I guess Ocean and trying to get Agatha, get her attention to the noise. You can, like, I don't know, squawk loudly or something. <laughs> Scraw. Great. <laughs> awesome. Creature. Agatha, stop. Agatha stops to look in the direction of the noise. Running to us. Agatha walks, starts walking up near Ozone, who is closer to the approaching being. I guess after Agatha doing that, Ocean will, will, still holding the sword in his hand, Takes a stance. It's like, take a stance to the direction of the noise. Doug's going to ready his uh, his maul just in case. 
Owen, you bolt straight for your friends, and within no time, you see them. Although you might be a little confused as to why they're kind of like prepared to fight something, you push that instinctive thought aside because you don't care. You see all no. four of your friends, and you yeah. got it straight for Ozone. I'm just going to, like, not even, and I, and I was, as a second th- I thought, instantly, instantly wrap him in, in the tightest hug he's probably ever f- felt in his entire life. And then his bones snap and he falls dead. <laughs> that's how <laughs> not that tight. Come on, come on, not that tight. No. Painful affection, painful affection. Uh, but maybe, maybe tight enough to leave some bruises. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I thought that was gonna give ducks. Oh no, what's Stu? It's it's. Hey, I I I I didn't I didn't grab him around the shoulders. I gra- I grabbed him like around the chest. Hopefully, oh, Stu wasn't at his chest or hiding like in his in his like. Jerky he perches area. on he perches on his shoulder. Now yeah, there's by some jelly. Yeah, by default, Stu will perch on Ozone's shoulder. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's where I have I his charging bank. It's on top of my shoulder, so like a Roomba, <laughs> he always returns. He's he's just got a charging pad up he's there. Like a little Roomba. Well, I'm guessing that I at first I don't realize who this is because just you know, fast werewolf speed. Naked man. Naked, <laughs> naked. Um. So I just go, hey, and then I look down. I'm like, oh my god, Owen. Oh hey. <laughs> Uh, I, I I reciprocate the the hug, and I I, I, I just am blown out. You're all alive, Agatha. Owen, Owen, Owen. And, and, of, course, and of course, I'm gonna I'm gonna go and go to each and every one and one of you and, and and give you and give you each a hug. So so and so go and go from ozone the, and then quick and quickly to oceans and storm to to kneel down, hug him and. Heck, even throw myself on Agatha for a hug, and then finally throw myself on Doug for a hug. <laughs> Doug launches Alwyn up into the air and catches him in a big giant hug. What's up, buddy? Uh, I thought you all were dead. Dead? Yeah, same. <laughs> Agatha walks over and puts a hand on his shoulder as he's hugging Doug and smiles. You're not going to get rid of us that easy. <laughs> oh hey uh all in buddy got something for you so i take out the uh, uh sheath cane that's a weird thing and I hand it to him i'd be like so i don't know where he, the sword part ended up i think i left it back in the house here oh ocean you have it ocean just... yep oh well there you go uh, so uh hand Owen back his uh complete cane that I definitely didn't have the Doug snap in half. Um <laughs> at, yep, nope. You don't know anything. Ozone oh. did, did Ozone sit down like verbatim or or just like a mumble like nope, uh, nothing happened. <laughs> I just kind of mumbled it like here's your cane. Well I'm gonna I'll re assemble assemble my cane and then Kind of come down from my euphoria high for a moment, and am like, my smile kind of wavers when I look at Agatha, and notice some recognizable claw marks on her midsection, and she can see my face go kind of pale as I sort of have to prop myself up 
on my cane to keep myself from fainting almost. It's okay. I've been gotten a lot worse than this. She says as she's put its hand on his shoulder again. And he can tell she's actually inspecting his body, kind of in a concerned mannerism. Before she looks at him quite seriously with a look of concern and goes, What did they what did they do to you? Well and well me and well meeting her gaze instantly takes him back to last night with her being one of the the last things that he saw before he lost all control and the tears well up one more time but he remembers his his mini meditation session before everything transpired and he and kind of hooks both of his, his arms onto his shoulder around her hand and he and he says I'm fine Agatha but Thank you for caring about me. That means the world to me. It honestly does. And trust me, nothing that they did to me was enough to kill me. Agatha pauses for a moment. It looks like she wants to say something. Ask something, but she figures right now is not the time to ask. Well, I guess... You all saw the real me last night, didn't you? Yeah, oh. I tried to keep your secret as long as possible, but some things kind of were inevitable. It was kind of dark out last night. Yeah. You have night vision. Oh, yeah. Ocean just looks at him like a nonsense. Yep. Big wolf. Big snappy wolf. Hearing, hearing that, I kind of as swallow hard and and nod and kind of look away a bit ashamed and I kind of say I'm I'm so sorry I I never meant for you to see me like that I was hoping that maybe I could you know keep this under wraps but I guess fate had other ideas in store for me if you don't want to be around me anymore I I understand I am a danger to you Agatha throws her brows a bit as she looks at him and then goes, Alan, I understand. I understand the fear and rage that takes you when you feel like you're not in control. I understand what it feels like to be a monster. But you can overcome this. I know you can. And you're not going to do it alone. Plus, you'll have me to knock you back into your senses. Alwyn, idiot. Alwyn, not monster. Alwyn's Alwyn. You don't know how much good that does my heart. Honestly, this is all I ever wanted was to just be accepted. So, thank you. All of you. Stu leaps from Ozone's shoulder and he lands on Alwyn's shoulder. He looks mm-hmm. up at him and he rubs his chin, uh, like his neck, or his face against your neck. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't laugh. I'm like, Still, no, 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 don't do it. Don't do that. I don't want you to get your fur dirty from all this. Oh, God, all this blood. I need a bath badly. Agatha kind of looks at herself and everyone else and looks to Alwyn and gets a chuckle. I think we all do. 